Ooh. <laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. We back. We back in business, man. I got the co-host of the decade, co-host of the century, co-host of human existence, water. Water is the best co-host you ever have in your life. Think about everything that's going on in the world today. None of it is going on without water. Think about it. All the politics, all the all the bullshittery and the flimflammery, everything you got going on, your career, your family, everything you got going on wouldn't exist without water. You know that Taylor Swift concert you're going to? You got your tickets all lined up. You ready? You ready to see Taylor Swift? Guess what? There's no Taylor Swift without water. There's no concerts. There's no Ticketmaster. There's no stadium shows. There's no music. There's no there's no choreography. There's none of that. It's just nothing. Remember that, man. It's nothing. Man, look at Mars. Ain't nothing going on on Mars, man. It's Dryville out there, man. It's just it's just mountain ranges and rocks and just nothing. Bored. You ever seen that movie The Watchmen? And Dr. Manhattan went to Mars? It looked boring, man. He was just making stuff in the dirt. Hanging out on Mars. He was like, you know what? I'm going to just leave Earth and hang out on Mars. He wanted to be alone. And that's where you go. Because ain't no water cracking on Mars like that. If it is, it's underground, but it ain't it ain't bubbling. It ain't it ain't popping like that. Keep that in mind, man. Respect water, man. It's the reason we all here. It's the reason we watching stuff and we on YouTube and we building and we grinding and we just doing stuff. Without water, you get none of that. Respect it, man. Drink more water. I did all this today. This gallon was full when I came up in here. Look at look at me now. Water's good for your skin, your complexion, your energy. Y'all better get in on that, man. Better get in on that water, man. Drink it. Drink it. Drink it up. I got Leah back here on the ones and twos what once again. Holding it down. Hey, pressing buttons. One and two and three. Turning knobs. And we back, man. I got the IG Live going. If y'all want to see this full episode, IG Live, join my Patreon, man. Joining my Patreon is a good-ass time, I'm telling you. People that people that are my patron saints, they rave about how it's one of the better Patreons out there. We get up close and personal. It's personal with me and my patron saints. When we be having movie nights, we be connecting on a human level. We be building. We be just talking. I done cried on my... uh on my movie night several times. Folded up. And we just holding each other, rubbing each other's booties, man. It's a good-ass time. Don't miss out. Don't, don't deny yourself. And shout-out to, shout to the people that have rose to the challenge today. Desney Cameron, Brandon, Jen, and Jerry Drone just joined the Patreon, man. They rose to the challenge. So shout out to y'all, man. Thank you and welcome. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have fun. I want to say uh, what's up to my, my patron saints that are already in the building. January, Pete, uh, Dave Finch, Candy Cammy, Tony Ant, uh, Deo, uh, Linnea, did I say that right? Twa, Miss Re Renee, Sam, uh, Chris M, 
That guy, Kev B, A. Marie, Latoya Larkin, Sid R. Um, oh, Sid R. That's a R. Simpson. Uh, Keisha Samuels, Lana, Seanville, D. Pulliam, Emilio Music Group, Tamara, Ouch, Charlie, Jamal B. J. Thomas, Michelle S. It's Miss Smiley, Kristen R. David Red, Tanya R. Adam. So many people to shout out because y'all deep in here. Chloe Franklin, Ashley, J87, Miss Josie. Man, these are the regular, these are the regular, usual suspects in here, man. Thanks for pulling up. Verbal cardio, we back. I hate football. I'm going to just say that right here, right now. Football sucks balls. I'm pissed. Loyalty hurts. I've said this before and I'm saying it again, man. I'm a Chicago Bears fan. We we owing three. We lost hard to the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend. 41 to 10. And everybody's talking about Taylor Swift going to the game for Kelsey. And they just having a good time. Taylor Swift was at the game. Meanwhile, underneath all of that, my team lost embarrassingly. We were an afterthought. We don't matter. Taylor Swift was at the game, man. Man, look how we here, man. We was the, we was the, we showed up on the field. And I'm rooting so hard for Justin Fields, man. Black quarterback in Chicago. And he reminds me of my son Serene, so there's extra there's extra on it for me. And he's vegan. So it's like, man, come on, man. I'm rooting for you. Come on, Justin Fields. Get it together. When the Bears, the Bears affect my mood. When the Bears lose, it's something. It, there's an emotional connection where they just ruin my mood. When they lose, I'm pissed off. I'm emotionally affected. Like when the Bulls lose. If it's not the playoffs, I'd be like, I'm bummed. I'd be like, damn it. But it'd be another game. They probably have another game either that next night or another game that week or whatever. I take a Bulls loss and I'm just like, damn it, man. Sick of it. And then I move. But a Bears loss sits with me a little bit harder. I don't know if it's because they got less games in football. I don't know what it is, but I'll just be like, and I was shooting something this weekend. I'm just looking at the score and I'm just like, we didn't end up like Denver. Who lost to Miami 70 to 20. But goddamn 41 to 10 don't make it no better. And then to just disrespect us by talking about Taylor Swift, it was like the Kansas City Chiefs and the Taylor Swifts. Chicago Bears wasn't even. It hurts, man. Loyalty hurts. It's, the bandwagon life is so much easier on the soul. When you just out here, no loyalty, you just hopping on who's hot, I get the appeal because there's no loyalty. You don't have to suffer. You just hopping on who's winning. Oh, oh, the Eagles are undefeated. Let me go over here. Oh, Miami's looking good this season. Let me hop over here. You just latching on whoever's winning, so you're just reaping all the good benefits, but you got no loyalty and nobody respects you. And a lot of people that bandwagon like that, y'all, y'all don't even give a damn who respects you or who don't. Because you just, you suck. You suck. You, you, you're a trash individual. 
pick a team and stay in it. Good or bad, win or lose, sickness and in health. Y'all look at sports loyalty over marriage. Because marriages fall apart all the time. But even throughout the the fall apart of marriage, you, you stay loyal to your sports team. You know what I'm saying? Chicago preceded the relationship. So if we break up, we don't work out. Guess what? I'm coming back to Chicago because I never left. A lot of y'all just out here jumping around. No, man, you know what? And it hurts. I'm going back to banning football, man. Y'all racist. Y'all don't care about black people. Y'all don't care about our struggle. Y'all don't care about our lives. You just want to use black bodies and black talent to reap the benefits to fill your pockets up city to city. That's all we are to you is just a cash grab. Keep running, boy. Keep throwing the goddamn ball. That's all you are to the bottom line. Yeah, man. I'm going back to that. Because now I done got reinvested in Chicago and the NFL. Life was simpler when I was banned in the NFL. When I was kneeling with Cap. Life was simple. I was like, man, man, we off that, man. Fuck the NFL. You heard? I wasn't stressed. I was out here living my life. Now that I'm back in, I'm getting my heart stomped on, kicked down the steps every Sunday. Past three weeks. And I lost the fantasy football. You know what? Just Fuck sports. How about that? How about that? Sports is trash. Everybody that's playing it, everybody that's affected by it, everybody that's into it, fuck all this, all y'all. All of it. I'm done with it, man. It's stupid. It's stupid. It builds it builds teamwork and, and, and working together and you know cooperating. Man, shut up. Sick of this, man. Can't get no satisfaction as a sports fan. Because you know why? Because I'm loyal. You know what? Maybe next year I'm going to just not be loyal. Maybe next year I'm going to bandwagon it up, see how I feel, see how my spirit feels. I'm going to go to the doctor and be like, man, your blood levels are off the charts. This is You're looking good, Tom. What's going on? Hey, man, I've been bandwagoning. Your blood flow, your heart rate, stress is down. Your skin is looking fantastic. Look at you. Your penis grew. Your booty. You got booty cheeks now, man. What's going on? Hey, I'm just out here on the bandwagon. You got a full beard. Look at you. Your hairline came back. You got a full head of hair now. What's going on? Hey, man. I'm just not loyal anymore. You you know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Wow. This is just... This is great. Keep it up. I'm going to keep it up. No more loyalty. Anyway, I had to get that off my nipples. My bad. It's just <laughs> sick of it, man. Are you in the sports? Uh, I'm a Cleveland fan. Oh, so, you, 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 know, you, you feel I, me. I understand what you're going through. I also went to middle school with the Kelseys. Really? Yeah. Jason was in my grade in middle school. Are they twins? They're not. Jason's older by like two years, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Jason's with the Eagles. Travis is with the mm-hmm. Kansas City. Are they cool? You like them? Yeah, Jason was really nice. I remember yeah. him being a nice guy, which, like, in middle school, middle school boys. Like, right. Yeah. 
Yeah, we were supposed oh to be God. savages back then. So you're older than Kelsey or the I'm, same age? I'm older than Travis. I'm the same age as Jason. Yeah, okay. Gosh, yeah. gosh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Man, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so, wild to see. So do you root for them, Loki? I'm a Browns fan. Like when just, they when they both went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I was happy. Who was you rooting for? I didn't care. Probably Jason because okay. he was in my grade. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Two brothers was, in the Super Bowl. Awesome. That's crazy. Cool. It might happen again. Yeah. It could. Philly's undefeated. And I think Kansas City is too. Maybe. No, no, they lost. They lost that first game to uh it was an upset. The, the Lions beat Kansas City oh. the opening game of the season. Oops. So mm. <laughs> that's crazy. Small world indeed. Right? Well, yeah, nice. you know pain though. I do. You feel me on this one. I do. Maybe even more so. Ugh, no disrespect. Yeah, yeah. We we're gonna move on, man. I'm off this. Sick of this, man. Let me get my energy back right. Shout out to Roxborough Middle School. Roxborough Middle School in Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland Heights. Cleveland Heights. Mm-hmm. Is that the nice part of Cleveland? Uh it's just like the closest suburb to Cleveland. Oh, okay. Like right Sounds on, nice. Right on that side. Yeah, it's nice. You know, I'm in the Heights. Yeah. Lots yeah. of greenery. Yeah, once you hear Heights. <laughs> Unless you like Lincoln Heights in L.A., that's kind of gritty. But you know, other than that, uh, Terrence Chambers asks, "How was the rollout for Outlaw Johnny Black?" Um, it was a good time. Um, Outlaw Johnny Black got a, a special waiver, uh, so we could promote the movie during the strike. So it wasn't like we were just out here like, "Man, fuck the strike, man." We just gonna promote the movie. Um, side note: IG Live. I'm cutting the feed. Cutting the feet. If y'all want to see the rest of this, join my Patreon. You can see it live. If you don't want to join my Patreon, you can see this episode tomorrow. You can get it on any any platform where you get your podcast, or you can just show up to my YouTube page, Tony Baker Comedy on YouTube, and you can um you can watch it there. So, but I'm cutting the live off. If you want to see the rest, click the link in my bio. Join my Patreon, man. Yeah, I challenge you. And shout out to the people that have joined my Patreon today. Just Cheek, uh, Jerry, Jen, Brandon, uh, Desney, Takara, Shauna. I appreciate y'all, man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, boom. Boom. Turning that out. Because I know the Patreon Saints be like, man, turn it off. They didn't learn this. Turn it off. But yeah, the Outlaw Johnny Black rollout was dope. Uh, a lot of the cast and people involved were promoting it. And we did a Q&A. I went to the Q&A uh, showing of it um, on a Saturday at the Inglewood. It was like a theater in Inglewood. They had the Q&A. So I watched it there. That was my first time seeing myself on, you know, the big screen saying words. And I get my part cut. Uh, so it was it was surreal. It was just like, yo, this is this is the reason I moved out here. So shout out to Michael Jai White for giving me my very first screen role, big screen role, movie role with lines, and it was a substantial role. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a bullshit role. It was like you know a character that mattered within the the story. I mean, every character matters, but you know what I mean. It was like you know. I wasn't just an extra or just I wasn't just saying a line or two here and there. It was like, yo, I was I was really in there. So Michael Jai White, man. Thank you, man. You you 
you have directly contributed to the dream of my life. And, uh, you know, I don't take that lightly. So you stuck with me, sir. I don't know if you're watching this anyway. But, you know, so I told you this to your face at the Q&A. But I was like, yo, you're stuck with me, man. Once you do something like this, I'm like, man, whatever you need. Yes. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. Not a piece of Don't change up on this on, on the Hollywood tip. The only thing, the only thing I would change up on if I get overwhelmingly busy, then I'd be like, man, my bad, y'all. But other than that, changing, I'm already too far in. I'm 46. This, this, this is what you're getting. I'm settled in. I'm nestled into who I am. This is this is me. Good or bad, hate it or love it. This is this is what it is. Forty six, man. Ain't no changing. Ain't no changing, man. I'm too far in. I might try some different things, might you know, experiment here and there, but at the, at the core, this is what it is, man. Oh, Keisha Lewis asks, "I'm a food." She said, "I'm a foodie. I love lemon pound cake." What's the best dessert you've tried and where was it? I could talk about this all day. I got to break it down into sections. Because when you say best dessert, dessert encompasses so much. Uh, of course, I like ice cream a lot. You know, you get the right ice cream. I love strawberry ice cream. And when you first buy ice cream from the grocery store, and you know you're in the grocery store, you in there, you just in there getting your little groceries together. You in there, how you doing? You you, you know you you ringing it up, whether you're doing self check or you're getting you know rung up traditionally. You in there talking, you know what I'm saying? You getting solicited outside of the grocery store, like oh, I'm sorry, I don't have any cash. We, we, you don't need the cash. Are you registered to vote? You out there fighting for your goddamn life? And then you get home, you know what I'm saying? You might run an errand or two on the way back home. Then when you get home, it's taking you about 30 minutes from since you pulled that ice cream out the freezer to, to you getting home. And you take the ice cream out, it's got a little condensation on it, you know what I'm saying? That's the best time to crack that mug open and indulge, just on the top layer. That first top layer of the ice cream that you just bought and it had time to thaw out just ever so slightly oh my god they need to start selling ice cream tops just the tops that's that's when it's just whoo it's the right consistency right there. Because, you know, some freezers, man, you get your ice cream out. You didn't have it in there for a couple of days. It, it's bending the spoon. But when you just got it from the grocery store and the top, there, there's no there's no dents in it because nobody, nobody's touched it. This is the debut interaction. It's so You just let that spoon slide across the top and it's just like, what are you doing? You ain't even eat dinner yet. Mind your business. I bought this ice cream. Hush. Go go do something. Go do your homework. Prime real estate. But um, ice cream is phenomenal, of course. Let's break it down. So pies. Okay. My favorite pie of all time is banana cream pie. That's my favorite pie. I also like sweet potato pie. Uh, lemon meringue is good. Um, 
but banana cream pie is my jam. That is my, you know, I like banana cream pie. First of all, I love bananas. I'm crazy about bananas. You get the good crust going. You got the bananas going. And then the cream part, I'm not a fan of like super thick icing type vibes. I like more of a cream or like a cool whip. It's gotta be, it's gotta be soft and light. That's my jam right there. So with the banana cream, you got that soft cream on the top. We got the bananas going. And then you put the little the little almond shavings on the top. Oh, that's a good ass time right there. I'm overdue for a slice of banana cream pie. I should go to House of Pies in LA and just get me a nice slice and just sit there and look out the window. I might do that today. No, I don't feel like driving over there. Never mind. I just <laughs> I just lost motivation just that quick. Look out, man. I love banana pudding as well. Here's the thing about me and banana pudding. I don't want it overly wafered. Sometimes people go overboard with the vanilla wafers, man. I don't need all that, man. I just need the I just need the banana pudding and the little the little cream on the top. I'm good with that. I love banana pudding. My mom's banana pudding is legendary. It's legendary. Oh, that banana pudding is so good. Um I'm a fan of, on the birthday cake side, my favorite birthday cake is a chocolate cake, interior, chocolate cake, with the Cool Whip icing. So none of that buttercream. Buttercream is too much. The Cool Whip icing. So it can be any design on the top. I remember one of my favorite birthday cakes was a Wu-Tang Forever cake. And they did it up. It looked just like the Wu-Tang Forever logo on that album. Within the chocolate cake base, though, I like raspberry filling within that chocolate uh, cake base. That's my favorite birthday cake. I'm also a fan of yellow cake with the chocolate frosting. That's a good-ass time as well. Um, I, I grew up a big fan of banana splits, you know. A good banana split, a good Sunday from... Goddamn McDonald's. McDonald's had good Sundays. I don't care what y'all say. I know everybody act like they above McDonald's. But that McDonald's sub uh Sunday where you get the strawberry, you can get the caramel, or you can get the hot fudge. I would always I started off with the caramel. And then I switched over to the strawberry. Um and and, and cheesecake. Cheesecake is just Come on, man. I'm a dessert person, as you can tell. I've just been going off. Cobblers, uh, cheesecake. Cheesecake is phenomenal. Who peeking in here? Oh, B.T. Kingsley. Cheesecake. Oh, that's what you heard. That triggered you, huh? Cheesecake is phenomenal. Now, now you got different tiers of cheesecake. You got the thick. Big booty cheesecake. It's like a, a sturdy slice that you might see in the window seal of a of a of a place in the in the major city. They got the cheesecake sitting in the window. It's like already sliced. It's that thick, it's that thick cheesecake. Or you can do a creamier, lighter cheesecake type joint, which is fire as well. It's all fire. Cheesecake is phenomenal. I like I like peach cobbler. I like apple cobblers. I like them cobblers, man. I I'm hungry. What's your favorite dessert? 
I think actually chocolate covered strawberries. Oh, yeah, fancy. Yeah. That's romance. I, it is, but it's also a quick. It it yeah. feels like quote unquote health. Yeah, you can have a lot and be like, I was just eating strawberries. I was just eating strawberries. <laughs> it was dark chocolate. Yeah, yeah, you can you can get out of it. Yeah, that's your ultimate favorite. That's my ultimate favorite. Chocolate covered strawberries. Mm-hmm. That's a good time, mm-hmm. especially when you get the right strawberries and the right chocolate. Yeah. You like dark chocolate or milk chocolate? I do like dark chocolate better, but for the strawberries, I like milk chocolate. Milk chocolate, yeah. And you melt it with coconut oil. Oh. Oh, come on. You getting fancy. Making it myself. Man. <laughs> coconut coconut be coming through. I feel like coconut had a resurgence. It did. I feel like, you know, in the 80s, it was like, eh, coconut. Yeah, Almond Joy and Miles and coconut. But then... Later on, now you you got the coconut oils and the coconut milk, and it's like yo coconut, coconut is the water. Way to, yeah, mm-hmm. coconut water is good. It is good. Cause I, I'm not even a fan of actual coconut. Like the texture yeah. is just too. It's like a sweet onion. <laughs> and I don't like it. That take that crunch, that that weird like. Mm-mm. But I like the way coconut smells, and I like coconut water a lot. And my cat Midnight is a fiend for coconut milk. Wow. When when Sabrina would be cooking something that involved the coconut milk, he would get up in them cans and lose his goddamn mind. He'd be a crackhead <laughs> for the coconut milk. I'm like, yo, what is he on? Listen, life doesn't happen bi-weekly. Watch your payday. If life ain't out here waiting bi-weekly for everything you got going, watch your payday. You know what I'm talking about? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earning. All right? Earning is an app that gives you access to your your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. You got to verify. You can't just be out here saying, yo, man, I make this. They're not going to believe you. You got to show and prove. Um. Uh, so you can verify your paycheck, then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Um, that's dope. Like when I was when I was doing a nine to five, you know, working at Dairy Queen or working at Inmersh, all that good stuff like if I had something like this, it would, this would take the pressure off because it, your car don't your car don't care about your pay period. When your car be like, I can't make it, dog. Be like, but yo, man, I, the pay period, yeah, forget all that I'm out. Your car is like, I'm done, man. I can't make it today. But I need you today. Yeah, but you gotta fix me. You gotta fix me, though. Well, so I'ma just be in your driveway. What's it gonna be? You need the money now. You need the money right then and there. Or some something happened with the health or something just comes up, man. Crisis. You, It's nice to have an, an option where you can get some money as you work. I like that. Make earning a part of your financial routine and join earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. That's that peace of mind. Because when you when you just got paid, let's say you just got paid on a Friday. You just got paid. You paying mad bills. You paying mad bills. And then you're just like, man, I only got like $172 left to last me this two weeks. That's stressful. 
It's like, yo, one false move, and I'm I'm out of here. One false mishap on the car, on the health, on the anything with the kids, or anything repair, anything. One false move, you just sitting there because you got to wait for your next paycheck. You got to wait a full two weeks. We're earning, man. Earning is gonna be right there. We're like we got you, man. I got you with the hundred. I got you with the two hundred. I got you with the seven fifty for the full pay period. You let us know. So download Earning the Day, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or uh, Apple App Store. And when you download the Earning app, type in Verbal Cardio under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. It'll really help the show. Verbal Cardio under podcast. Uh, subject to your available earnings, daily max, and pay period max, earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. So remember, they are not a bank. They are not a bank. It's just a financial technology company. That's what it is. So get in on it, man, because you know we we can all use that bread. I like the fact that Usher is going to be performing at the next Super Bowl. I love... That Usher is popping right now. Usher, even before this Super Bowl information dropped, I I really feel like a big reason why he even got the gig is because of his residency in Vegas is just all over everything. And I love to see it. I love to see an icon like Usher Raymond still be popping in these streets now. You know what I mean? He came out in the 90s, and he's still relevant, still making good music, still putting on great shows. And now he's hosting the Super Bowl. I love to see it because too often, like, you know, we discard black artists. You know, it happens all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got no hits. You ain't got this, that, and the third. We're not checking for you now. And it doesn't happen like that with other genres of music. You know what I'm saying? The Rolling Stones... They tour all the time, massive tours, crazy box office grosses. They ain't had like a real hit song and album, and I don't know how long, like a real one hit. You know what I'm saying? They got the loyal audience that's going to pull up and buy whatever they put out, but then they're going to fade off quick. It's not like they still making like hits that you can't stop hearing on the radio, but let them go on tour. It's going to be massive, and I feel like any artist that, you know, you got a catalog of great music, you should be able to live on that well well past your hot period or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So I, I love to see Usher thriving and, and glistening and shining and killing shows and killing the residency and hosting the Super Bowl because the man got hits and talent. He still looks great. You know why he looks great? Because he's drinking water. He's drinking that water, you feel me? And I like the fact that the... That the guys I came up with, not that I came up with personally, but, you know, the, the the artists that I grew up really digging and liking and thriving, they still popping out here. Usher's still vibrant and viable. You know what I'm saying? Method Man is still a heartthrob. You know? Nas is still a heartthrob to the women. I'm like, yo, man, I like this, man. I like it when women lust over Method Man and Nas. I'm like, yeah, because they, they from my era. You know what I'm saying? Ladies, get in on my era, man. Ain't no heartthrobs in this new era. You know what I'm talking about? I love to see that, man. Ain't no no hater in me. I'm like, yeah, man, ladies drool over these 
Because for one, I love Method Man and Nas as artists. So when the women be like, yes, I'll be like, hell yeah, you damn right. That's my error. I'm taking some of the credit for the lust. You know what I'm saying? No hate. Who, Ladies, who y'all be lusting over now that's new? That's new. Who's hard throbbing y'all out right now on the music tip? Who? You got to dig in your brain, man. Look at look at these cats out here right now, man. They regular. They regular dudes. Y'all y'all still y'all still lusting after the cats that have been here since the 90s, man. The new cats, y'all y'all ain't checking for the new cats on that tip. It's quiet. It's crickets. The only the only one I hear about is like Dave East. That's the only newer cat that I hear women being like Whew, Dave East. It's always going to be women that, you know, look good or whatever. Like Meg Thee Stallion is like a heartthrob now. We'd be like, whew, man, Meg, man, chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, but as far as the men, I feel like there's regular dudes out here, man. And there's going to be some actors, you know, newer actors that women are really talking about. But like, as far as the, the music, quiet you know what i'm saying that's that 90s right there we get better with time shorty we getting better with time shorty and i'm here for it man i love to see it man ladies get your lust on man the real g's you know what i'm talking about you feel me oh the writer's strike so uh apparently they made some kind of deal with the writers uh with the writers guild I'm not sure uh, what the next step is or what the next move is on that tip or what's coming next. Um, and I hope they, you know, find a good spot for the SAG as well. I'm pretty sure, you know, you get the writers. You got to get the actors to, you know. It's a package deal, right? You, I mean, writers, you know, you need us to say the words. We'll see what happens, man. I don't trust nobody. So, you know, I don't know who to trust. But um, but I don't know the terms of the deal or, you know, do you know? Apparently they, all I've been hearing and seeing is that it's very good. Okay. Um, they have to uh, agree on all of the language uh -huh. and the final, you know, dotting those I's and yes. crossing the T's. Mm -hmm. And then if that works, then they'll they'll sign it. But. Okay. Nothing's been signed. Nothing's yet. been signed yet. Yeah, they're waiting. Like, they want to make sure that all the language is everything that they talked about. Okay. But it sounds like they're getting everything they're asking for. Okay. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. So. That's good. Yeah. You know what? I knew they they would have had to have come around. What are, What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. You got no writers. You got no actors. What do you think you're gonna do? They want robots. <laughs> And that's not gonna fly. No. It sounds we could do it without you. No, you can't. I mean, you've seen those like chat GPT images. They've got like seven fingers Man. on one hand. Like you can't nobody's watching and nobody's pulling up for that creepy stuff. You can't do that. So it was like it, it was only a matter of time. It was like, all right, y'all gonna come around. So I'm here for it though. Cause I wanna do movie reviews again. You know what I'm saying? I wanna be in stuff. I wanna act. I want to be a, uh, to watch a movie and then do my little review and throw it up on my page. That was a good time for me. I ain't even been to the movies like that since the 
the past few weeks, I've been like going to the movies less. I did watch, of course, Outlaw Johnny Black. But before that, I watched uh, The Equalizer 3 because it's Denzel. But I haven't watched The Nun. I haven't watched Blue Beetle. Normally, I'm on top of all of this. But I've just been kind of like, eh, I know I'm talking about how you feel, man. But I'm glad that they're, you know, coming to the table. We're getting some Well, some now progress. the actors one, though, might Uh-oh. take a little longer because now this maybe affects you. Voiceover. Oh. Like, they have to add that into the terms and yeah. conditions now. Like, don't take my voiceover work and then put it through AI so that you can make oh. video games where you're just recycling yes. my words. Oh. That was the new news that I saw this morning. Crap. Cause they'll definitely do that. Of course. Dirty bastards. I would love to just do mad voiceover work. That's a good time. I've done some voiceover work for uh, for some cartoons and stuff like that. It's it's a lot of work though. Like it, it looks like it would be like a easy gig. You go in there with your slides on, you got sweats <laughs> on. But man, like especially the kind of cartoon I was doing, because it was very like animated and like you know it was on 10 so i had to be in there like i'm yelling i'm just doing all this different stuff so i'm looking forward to watching it back matter of fact i got to check in on that and see what's going on but yeah it was crazy but i loved it though i loved it and man like you know i was almost a part of transformers rise of the beast because i went in there and did the scratch scratch audio work for mirage the autobot and uh, the director was a fan of mine, and they brought me in to do the scratch work. Now, scratch work is where they bring in a voice actor to just, you know, do the voice of whoever they need it for. And then they use that to show, like, the producers and the filmmakers and stuff like that in, like, a screening or whatever. So I'm sure they had an actor in mind already, but they just needed me to come in and be, you know, the kind of... But once I watched it back, you know, because Pete Davidson was the voice of... Um, Mirage, yeah. After you? <laughs> it was after, but here's the thing: it fit. Okay. It fit because you know my voice is like deeper. It's kind of sure. for that type of Autobot. It made more sense to go with somebody like Pete Davidson because he had this youthful, like swaggy vibe to him, and he connected with the the human. And so my voice, my voice would fit better with. Uh, one of the beasts that they had, like, you know, one of the beast robots. So, like, I could have been one of those gorillas or something like that. Pause on the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like my voice would have been maybe dope for the gorilla or, like, you know, something like that. Or, like, because, um, you know, I can't be prime. And then Bumblebee doesn't talk. Yeah. And then, you know, RC, they were looking for a woman. And so I could have been, like, maybe one of those beasts, maybe the rhino or something like that. But but Pete Davidson, he did good though. Right. Yeah, he was good in that. So I couldn't be mad. I was I was disappointed. I was like, hey, baby Tony, baby Tony was excited. It was like, yo. You already have it. Man, to be a part of like the Transformers, I was like, yo, this is crazy. But then it's like, ah, all right, I get it. <laughs> but I appreciated the opportunity. And you know, it was great. It was great. So did you get paid for that? Yeah, oh, get paid for it, man. It was great going in the studio. It was fantastic, and I was like, man, I would love to do this more often. So, but shout out to uh, Capel, Capel Junior, the director, man, uh, for bringing me in, man. I really appreciate it. I was like, yo, man, he stuck with me too. 
Whatever he needs in the future, man, you're stuck with me. You look out for me, it's over for you. You're stuck with me. Oh, so I talked about this on Daddy Issues, but uh, I'll talk about I'll talk about it here as well. So uh, I went jet skiing. We went jet skiing from Long Beach to Catalina uh, Island. If you're not familiar with California, uh, Catalina Island is like a little island, um, not not far from Long Beach, where you know people go to Catalina Island to hang out. They they, they got restaurants. They got stuff to do on the island. It's like a little like nice little destination. So we we took some jet skis from Long Beach to Catalina. It's like a little adventure on the ocean, on the high ocean, the high seas, if you will. And uh, it was a good time because I've been wanting to go jet skiing again. And I was like, yo, Brandon Lewis brought this to my attention. He was like, yo, man, we could we could jet ski from Long Beach to Catalina Island. I was like, yo, man, sign me up. What I didn't sign up for was the ocean. The ocean plays zero games. Them waves is coming in hot and heavy. Them waves is coming in from the other side of the globe on that ass. You hear me? That one wave that came through, you know how far that wave came from? That wave came from Japan right on over and it hit me. Them waves was tearing my ass cheeks loose. It was ridiculous. It was just like we hopping, popping up, and just taking it. I'm trying to push it to the limit. I'm trying to increase the speed. Because they say if you go faster, it's a smoother ride. So you got to find that sweet spot. I couldn't find the sweet spot that didn't involve ass kick. The jet skis was, man, it felt like I was fighting for two hours each way. Just fighting a band of ninjas that had wooden planks and we just getting it in. My thighs ripped open, my booty cheeks, my, my man, I, I came down on my balls one time. It was a, it was a good come down. It was a good come down. It was like, bow. I was just like, whoo. And I'm still riding. And I'm looking at everybody else on the jet ski. I'm like, are y'all, are y'all going through this? Everybody else looked regular when I looked over. But then when we would meet up, it was like, man, I'm getting my ass kicked. I'm like, y'all look regular from my POV. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm like, help. Get me. But it was fun, though. Let me not scare everybody. It's fun. But just be ready to get your ass kicked and to be sore the next day. Because, man, the soreness. I was, I'm just now getting out of the soreness. I still feel it in my legs here, my thighs. But I'm just now, you know, able to, you know, because we went, we went on Thursday. So Friday, you know, I'm going to be big sore. Saturday is even worse than Friday. So Sunday, I was like, all right, I'm getting myself together. You know what I'm saying? And then Monday was better. And today, Tuesday, I'm feeling I'm feeling better now. But, man, that was, whew, it was rough. So basically in a squat for two hours. Yes. Because I was trying to stand as much as possible. On your yes. And it was constant. <laughs> like, you, I was in the accordion. I was in the accordion the whole whole time is just you fighting and you you squeezing the thing hard and you're making sure you don't flip off and it's just because somebody flipped off there was a couple riding together and just side note 
How are you jet skiing as a couple for two hours each way? You, no, man. You got to solo it up. I know you a couple and you want to stay together, but if I'm going to need my own jet ski. Because holding on to you in the rough waters or somebody holding them, man, you got to separate. But they flew off as a couple. I seen, I saw the jet ski laying in, and they were just in the ocean. And then the, the guy came back for them, got them uh, squared away. But they was in the ocean. And I was like, yo, I know I got the life vest on. I don't want to be in this raw ocean while my jet ski goes forward. Because it's like, yo, I'm in the ocean, man. This is This is hundreds of square feet beneath me. There's mad creatures down there. I don't know what's down there. And in your mind, when you're in the ocean, you're thinking the worst. Godzilla, giant squids, giant octopus, the Meg, the Meg 2, Jaws, Leviathan. You know what I'm saying? you thinking all the cracking. you thinking of everything that's down there. And you're like, man, they're going to pull me down, man. They're going to pull me down. Moby Dick, man. And so... The ocean is just, it's a whole nother universe. Do you realize that? Do y'all realize the vastness of the ocean? You think about think about you driving from New York to LA. Think about that drive. How much you pass from New York to LA. Think about all the landscape you're looking at, the towns, the cities you go through. You're going through whole states. Now imagine. All of that being water, that same distance, all of it just is it's just ocean. The whole time you're riding through the ocean from New York to LA, that's how that's the length. Thousands, thousands of miles. And underneath you is a full universe of living creatures underneath you. Thriving, living moving around, eating, attacking, plotting, scheming, swimming with you, coming up, slapping you down, messing with you, attacking you. Anything could, all of this is going on. Every every mile you take is mad life right underneath you. I'm not talking about no insect life. I'm talking about life that's bigger than you. Life that's smaller, bigger, Whales are the biggest creatures to ever exist on this planet. And they right, they right there. <laughs> they are the biggest creatures to ever exist on this planet. And they're right there. And we look at blue whales and like, all oh, the songs. <laughs> Sounds cute and friendly and peaceful. But they big. They do that little tail dip flip. They're not worried about you. Oh, let me not hit the the human. Nah, they gonna be like, yeah. ha ha. When you got caught up in that mix, now you're face down and twisted over in the ocean. And then the giant squid is like, yeah, bring them down to me. Giant squids used to scare me, man. Cause see, I don't know if y'all have ever seen a squid. It is a, it's a crazy looking creature. They get this huge, huge head here. The eyes are at the bottom. So we got the head. The eyes are down here. And underneath that, we got the tentacles 
up in there. And inside the tentacles, they got sharp beaks to penetrate whatever it is they're eating. And they're huge. 40-something feet long. 40-something feet long. A tall human is 6'2", 6'3", 6'4". Let's put Shaq in there. Let's put Shaq. Seven foot one Shaq. Let's throw him in the in the ocean with a giant squid. We still got 30, 30 something more feet more than Shaq down there. And it's on you. We got jellyfish stinging you. We got. It's crazy. But I love it, though. I'm obsessed. I would love to go down there and see and look around and see what's going on. Stupid pressure, though. We can't go all the way down there. That's how big the ocean is. It's so vast and so deep. The pressure is going to kill you before you can even get anywhere. That's what's crazy, man. The ocean is wild business. I, I just went off on a tangent on the ocean. Because it, it's just incredible. And, like, I was in it. I was just in it. Looking looking at it like, you know, like, man, this is. And a part of me wanted to just dive in, no vest. Just to see, just to just to say I was in the ocean raw, no panties on. Just so I could say that. And it's different when you go into the ocean from the middle of the ocean. Not like you coming in from the shore and you doing you doing the little wade in where you where you walking in and y'all and you go in like that. Nah, man. Straight in, no rocks, no sand, no none of that. It's just me, ocean. Depth. Crazy. I'll do it again, though, only halfway. I would do a halfway. I would just do half the trip. I'll do it again. And I want to just keep back on the lake where the water's calm. Nice little lake. Water's mad calm. And, you know, just good. Because the first time I ever jet skied, I wasn't this sore the next day. This ocean was different. Billy Ocean. Um, but let's get back to, to the movie face-off, the black cinema face-off. Let's get back to that. So we've done we've done the year 1990 versus 2091 versus 2192 versus 2002, 93 versus 2003, 94 versus 2004. So I'm doing 95 today and 2005. I forgot to do the rest of the research before the show. So I only got <laughs> only got one year, y'all. My bad. I meant to do two. I meant to do a total of four years today, but I forgot. So I got sidetracked. So we're doing ninety-five versus two thousand five. My bad, y'all. Ninety-five. So if you're new here, I'm doing. Uh, I feel like the nineties had better black cinema than the two thousands overall, especially with dramas. Dramas is the main thing. So I'm, I've been comparing movies in each, you know, year. So without further ado, 1995, we got Higher Learning, The Walking Dead. Now, I know you're thinking, well, The Walking Dead, this is not The Walking Dead that you're thinking about. This Walking Dead involved uh, black soldiers in Vietnam. It had Joe Morton, Eddie Griffin, Alan Payne, and... Um, so The Walking Dead came out in 1995. This next one has an asterisk. Major Pain. Is that a black film? Got a black lead in Damon Wayans. 
the cast was pretty much mixed though. I mean, you had you had Karen Parsons. Um, the Chatsworth is saying yes, 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 no, yes, 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 yes. Of course, black comedy. Okay, absolutely. A couple of no's in there, but I'm seeing predominantly yeses. So we'll put Major Pain in the black the black cinema category. It did come from the mind of Damon Wayans. Um, New Jersey Drive, Friday, Panther, Tales from the Hood, The Glass Shield, Clockers, Devil in the Blue Dress, Dead Presidents, Vampire in Brooklyn, Waiting to Exhale. That's 95. 95 was cracking. This is a this is a good lineup. Higher learning. Major Pain, New Jersey Drive, Friday, Tales from the Hood, Clockers, Devil in the Blue Dress, Dead Presidents, Vampire in Brooklyn is a guilty pleasure for me, and Waiting to Exhale. This is a fire year for black cinema, in my opinion. We got the dramas, we got the comedies. Um, I personally feel like Dead Presidents is the Hughes Brothers' best film. I put it above Menace to Society. Uh, waiting to Exhale was, you know, Waiting to Exhale. Uh, fantastic soundtrack. One of the best soundtracks ever, in my opinion. Um, Clockers is one of my favorite Spike Lee movies. Clockers with Delroy Lindo, Makai Pfeiffer's intro, um, Harvey Keitel, John Turturro. Uh, great, gritty film. Friday is one of the funniest movies ever made. Tales from the Hood is so good to me. Like, Tales from the Hood is like horror done correctly. Like, I really like the different stories in Tales from the Hood. New Jersey Drive is an overlooked gem about uh, car thieves in Newark, New Jersey, and police brutality and stuff like that. Major Pain is Damon Wayans just, I feel like we should have got a sequel to Major Pain. Like, I feel like that character, I would like to see more of that character because Damon Wayans killed it in that role. And Higher Learning was a great uh, movie about, you know, racism in the college uh, atmosphere. Had Omar Epps, Tyra Banks, Ice Cube, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Michael Rappaport, Jennifer Connelly was in it. Um, and I feel like it, it was just a dope, uh, you know, think piece on, you know, racism on the college tip. And it actually made me sympathetic to, you know, um, a white supremacist and how he became that white supremacist. It was like they didn't just show us the finished product of a white supremacist. It was like we saw the buildup and the change within Remy. So it was just interesting to see from that point. Like you kind of feel bad for him. Like, you know, it's like, damn, man. You know, you didn't feel bad for the other guys that kind of, you know, brainwashed them, but it was just like, oh, this this is how it can go. Um, so yeah, that's 95. 2005. Is asterisk, I'm starting off with the asterisk. Coach Carter with Sam Jackson. Is this a black film? Coach Carter. I don't know. I'm not I'm not leaning towards a black film for this one. But I wanted to throw it in there anyway. Um a lot of people in the chat's worth of saying yes. So we'll we'll keep it. We'll keep it. We'll keep it. Coach Carter. Are we there yet? 
Diary of a Mad Black Woman, Beauty Shop, State Property 2, King's Ransom, The Honeymooners, Hustle and Flow, Roll Bounce, Get Rich or Die Trying. 2005 is getting washed. 2005 got his ass kicked. Are We There Yet was a was a box office hit. It was a nice uh, change of pace from Ice Cube, even though Ice Cube already did the barbershop and stuff like that. Are We There Yet was a nice little family comedy. Uh, Coach Carter was, I like, I like movies about teachers or coaches making a difference with the students. I, I just like movies like that. So Coach, Coach Carter was cool. It wasn't, it wasn't up there with like Remember the Titans or Stand and Deliver or anything like that, but it was cool for what it was. Beauty Shop was just kind of like a forgettable spinoff of Barbershop, in my opinion. State Property 2. Come on, man. State Property 2. Nah. Uh, King's Ransom star uh, Anthony Anderson. It was like an all-star cast, but I feel like I feel like that movie was mad forgettable, though. Like, we all forgot about it. The Honeymooners did not land well at all. It was a box office failure. Even though we had Cedric the Entertainer and Mike Epps in the iconic role of, like, Ralph Cramden and and Norton, um, it just didn't land with audiences at all. And it just, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't good at all. Uh, I feel like they squandered a good cast on that one. Hustle and Flow was fire. Like, I like Hustle and Flow. I like the music. Terrence Howard's performance was great. Taraji P. Henson was great. Um, Terrence, excuse me, Taryn Manning was great. Uh, Anthony Anderson was also in this movie. I thought Hustle and Flow was a really good movie um, and one of the better ones of, of, of this year. Roll Bounce was cool. Um, I wanted to like it a little bit more than I actually did. It starred Bow Wow and uh, Shia McBride. Cleo Thomas is in it. Um, it was cool though, but it didn't, it didn't really stick with me though, like I wanted it to. Because I was excited to see Roll Bounce, but it didn't really, it didn't really stick with me like I wanted it to. And then Get Rich or Die Trying, I thought it was gonna do like eight mile type numbers, and it really didn't. It really didn't uh, stick around. Um, it didn't do that good at the box office, especially since they had the same director as Eight Mile, and it was like you know story about 50 cents, you know, life or whatever. And 50 cent was huge at this time. And so, but I feel like, I feel like get rich or die trying didn't really land. Now we talked about this last week. Bad boys came out in 2000, I mean, 95, but I don't consider bad boys to be a black film. I don't, I know y'all be leaning to where you got black leads, but bad boys, I don't consider that a black movie. Nah, great movie, great movie, great movie. But what makes it black? Two black leads? That's all we getting? Two black leads. That could have been anybody. The dialogue. Mm. The dialogue, okay. I feel like calling Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2 a black movie is a stretch. And then we got we got we got white director, 
Michael Bay. We got white producer Jerry Bruckheimer. We got white writers. Um, the storyline is race neutral. So I don't know, man. And then the the third lead in the film was Tia Leone. So I feel like it's not a it's not a black movie, man. It's not. Martin was black. <laughs> Martin was black because you know Martin black, but nah, I'm not I'm not throwing bad boys in there. If we did throw bad boys in there, man, we extra crush in 2005 because bad boy, I love bad boys. But anyway, that's the that's the cinema face off. Uh, I'm ending the episode here. We we an hour and two in. Uh, no this or that's this week, but save you this or that's for next week. Um, which year do you think won? Ninety five or two thousand five? Let me know. Let me know what y'all saying in that chat's word. Oh, uh, Cat James asked, "What makes a movie a black movie if if not the actors?" Well, for one. It depends on how many black hands are involved in the filmmaking process. So the reason I the reason I look at Bad Boys differently is because that movie was that movie was lined up for Dana Carvey and John Lovitz. They were just looking for two actors that could that could fit the bill. So a black movie, uh, you got you got either black filmmakers, black leads, black directors, black voices, black writers coming in and giving it that 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 blackness whether whether it be a story about racism whether it be a story about culture um where the blackness is like really another character within the film itself so um so that's pretty much essentially what it is and like like the honeymooners for example that was like a black version of the honeymooners so it was like, but it just, it, it didn't land. So that's what it is. And I feel like bad boys that you could, you could plug in any two actors in that film, in that same film. It's not going to turn out the same because Will and Martin brought their unique, you know, talents to the role, but that movie could have existed with Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise or like, you know, um, you know, just any any two actors. But it, it was just magical that, you know, Martin and Will came together and uh did the damn thing. Um yeah, so that movie that that movie could have been bad. Bad boys could have been Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. Or Bruce Willis and Sam Jackson, or you know, something like that. So yeah. Anyway, uh I want to thank my patron saints for being up in here. I appreciate y'all. This or that's to be back next week. Um, I appreciate y'all. Love y'all passionately. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, man. Spread the word about verbal cardio, man. Let's get the word out. And uh, I appreciate y'all. Want y'all to have a great evening, a great night, a great day, a great life. I care about y'all, and uh, thank you for tuning in to another session of that verbal cardio.